Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Fontaine and Dr. Jean Cirillo. <laughs> we deserve this one after what we went through on this our is so Oh my God, how many hours are you up? I think I was up 50. Oh my God, what is that? At least I think 20. I, I think I was up like 50 hours straight. I mean, uh, you know, until I got home and then I didn't fall, I didn't go right to sleep until that evening. Oh, I, I, didn't got this stuff. I don't think anyone did. No. Yeah. So, so it was it was quite a, quite a night. And we have with us tonight um, two other members of the Beyond Haunted team. We have both Eric and Victor. They're both paranormal investigators and more. In fact, Eric has now been moved up to associate producer because he's working on a few very, very special projects for us. But before Wow. We... I know. There's a lot to catch up with today. But before we get started with that, I want to remind the listeners that we're here to answer all your questions on love, life, career, finances, and whatever is on your mind. So give us a call at 646-381-4141. So stay tuned because we've got a great show in store for you. We're going to be talking about our new TV show in a little bit. And later in the evening, Dr. Jean and I will be taking your calls. Our number again is 646-381-4141. Call us now to get in queue. The switchboard is lighting up, and we'd love to hear from you. So, all right. Um, we, 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 oh, first of all, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Does, does everybody have And are you guys I know. I know. So what are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? Family travel. Lots of car rides. So it's going to mean more like, you know, like sustained sleep is for long distance or sustained uh, periods of awakeness. Um, Yeah, it's lots of turkey-induced coma. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I know. And I'm going to that myself. Um, You know, the same thing. I have to go, like, from one end of the continent to the other. Not literally, but it certainly feels that way. And all I wanted to do was sit home and sleep. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But that was, like, the furthest thing from, you know, any real possibility. (laughs) I know, I know. It's uh, but it's nice to see friends and family and stuff like that, and you know, try to relax and unwind. Um, incidentally, Frank is not with us tonight. Frank is in California, and hopefully, Frank will be back with us next Tuesday. 
Um, and usually we do his show after this, so needless to say that paranormal enthusiast, you're going to have to um, hang around for another week because we're not doing Frank's um, The Invisible World after this show. It'll be back next week. But, all right, talking more about um, Thanksgiving, is Julie there? I'm here. Hey. Hey. <laughs> so, hey, I love seeing you in the, in the flesh. I know. I know. Oh, that's like a weird thing because how long have we been doing the show together and we never, ever get together in the – Julie and I have and Frank and I have separately, but we've that never all been together. That was my first time meeting Dr. Jean. It was really fun. Oh, so oh, you and Frank, so was. you're admitting, wait, 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 you're admitting that you and Frank have gone on those rendezvous together. No, all right, yeah. Uh, no. uh, 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 <laughs> I, I didn't well, say Frank because very friendly no, no, to one no. another in those booths. I know. I, see it. I know. That was too. our that was our first meeting. We, oh um, no, 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 no! I'm Lady Fontaine. You can't lie to me. Plus <laughs> 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 the fact, let's face it. I mean, you just said, well, I've never really met. Um, gee, Dr. Dr. Cirillo in person, but I've you know met everybody else. No, I just said I never met Dr. Jean because Frank's not on the phone. He's not here this oh, week. God, I didn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Although I did feel a bonding experience with Frank. We, it was it was fun. I, you know, we we talked a lot. Oh, okay. The mm. truth is going to start coming out now. I <laughs> felt a very deep bond with Dr. Jean as well. Remember <laughs> how she said those words to me? <laughs> now, uh, what, I mean, the, the deep phrase bond is, with Jill, we can with... smell our own. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have never said that, Julie. That I have a deep bond with you? This is correct. You never have said that. Well, I feel that way, of course. It wasn't my first <laughs> meeting with you, so I didn't have to stress it, but I'm sure everybody knows. Oh, sure, 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 sure. sure. <laughs> okay, well, enough of that. Oh, you can't get out of this. Enough of that. So we, we do have our get. We have two other of our Beyond Haunted team with us tonight, and for those who don't know, even though we've been talking about it every single week for, what, about the past month, um, we do have a show, um, a show on the paranormal premiering in the beginning of January, on January 5th, um, at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, and we're going to have a weekly show, and we've got a lot of really dynamic and interesting people that are a part of the show. Um, uh, Frank Todaro, our, one of our co-hosts here on Eye on the Future, is the host of that show. Um, just about everybody who's, on the, everybody who's on the phone right now talking is involved in some way, shape, or form. Dr. Jean is the psychologist on our show. And, Jean, that's an unusual role for you, Dr. Cirillo, right? <laughs> How <laughs> a normal psychologist? psychologist. Um, but oh, you are, I don't know. You are I've been uh, with other psychics as the resident skeptic. The unusual part is that, in this case, I'm becoming less of a skeptic. I know. And you, I can't, I really can't believe how spot on you were with some things that I'm psychically picking up you yeah, started definitely. to put into words. Isn't that wild? I that mean was, even when I was, was talking awesome. about what I was seeing and I don't want to really talk specifically right now about what it was that I was seeing, but when I was explaining the movement in that wine closet and stuff, you look you said, Well, that sounds like blah 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 and I, I looked at you and I'm go, Whoa <laughs> That's pretty much. I think we all picked up on the same thing. Yes. In that closet. Yeah. No. Gene, again, I commend you for that. That was awesome. 
Yeah, that was yeah. really, really uh, spot on. Jump in, Eric. Just jump in. <laughs> hey, it's, it's Eric Camillo. I just wanted to say the, the team dynamic could not have been any more, like, it's, it's seamless. It was really just like a beautiful integration where um, the doctor was able to tell us things that, you know, tie in psychologically to, you know, our feelings, our emotions, the way we express them. Um, and the way we, we were able to sense them, um, I, your skills, uh, Jill, with, you know, uh, just sensing that which we can't, you know, quite accurately see or measure or, you know, like, we're getting there. But, like, I just the tech tech part of the team, I mean, it's everything just really was an unbelievably canny and markedly rememberable group of people and I have to Definitely. say I'm, I'm, I'm really honored to meet everyone and uh and be part of the team. Well, I'm amazed how well we all do click together and I'm I'm really excited about it. I think the dynamics is absolutely fabulous and and Eric and Victor, I did ask you on the show today just to sort of talk a little bit about some of the special, um, you know, talents and, and, and things that you're bringing to the show itself. And, you know, Eric, um, I, I know when you first uh, approached me, it was um, specifically to do some very unique um, um, things. <laughs> I kind of referred to you here. To say the least. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, 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 and what again, I say, what I can say at this point that that Eric is going to um, build some very custom equipment for us, um, as well as being um, one of the paranormal investigators on the show. And as I said earlier, he's now been um, moved up to be a, a associate producer as well. So <laughs> this way, I can give you a lot of the stuff that I've been working on. Which will be fun. <laughs> Thank I'll you so much. Fun. I'm humbled by the opportunity. <laughs> I, I, I really look forward to doing, you know, so much more with you guys because it was it was such an unbelievably, uh, for lack of better words, I guess in in my world, electric and amazing experience that. I I can see with the group dynamic isn't going to be tied to a location that's you know hot or that's cold. I think forensically, whether you know we have all our bases covered, where uh, a lot of other shows are lacking, we, we tend to fit every part, every aspect of the pie. Think of a Trivial Pursuit piece with all of its colors in it. You know, um, we kind of got everything nailed down as far as what could possibly be going on with the, the things that other people are struggling to explain. You know, I, I'm so excited to be part of this team. Well, it is Definitely. very exciting. It really is. And, you know, I, 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 you know, agree with everything that you've said. I mean, we're approaching this a little bit different than um, a lot of the other shows on the paranormal. And it's just a wonderful interplay that I saw happening for the first time. I mean, as we were building the team, everybody seemed great on paper, but you don't really know how it's going to play out until all the personalities get together. And I was so pleasantly surprised that, I mean, you know, we all clicked and it, it really, really went well. And I have to say, usually I'm even a lot more in tune than I was um, last week um, because I've been, I literally was working 20-hour days for a month before um, we actually did the show, so I was stressed, I was tired, and um, overworked. So now I'm much wow, more yeah. busy. Yeah. So I think it'll even be better moving forward. 
but um Eric, let's talk to you first. Can you can you talk to us a little bit about, you know, your background and and some of the things that you feel you are going to be able to bring to the table with the beyond the be if I could speak, the beyond haunted show. Wow, that came out weird. The Bahad. The Bahad. Bahad. The new name of our show, the Beyond Haunted television um. show. Basically, I have a background uh, in electrics and electronics, um, AC and DC theory, um, and uh, I've always had an interest in the paranormal. There's, uh, I'm a person that you know always wants to seek a, a quantifiable, measurable, reproducible, accurate explanation for you know uh, something that I, I, you know, that seems abnormal or deviant, you know, to me. And I've just had too many experiences throughout my life to to blow any of this off as you know mere you know tomfoolery. There's it's unfortunate that there's you know a lot of uh, hype out there that call this you know basically a pseudoscience because you know we haven't truly developed the tools and the techniques um, completely in order to get this to be you know, more widely recognized and accepted as something that's, you know, truly tangible and truly experienceable. Um, so I think our team is just uncannily uh, able to just bring that to light. But what I bring to the table is uh, I, I've taught the uh, um, electronic systems technician program, um, and I'm a certified electronic systems technician. So uh, I enjoy building electronics, um, and also seeing the interplay of electrical energies and uh, how they affect the humans uh, themselves, or ourselves, I should say, and uh, and also the equipment that we have to, to measure and to capture this, because I have, uh, I'm, I've seen some other shows, I'm not going to you know, name any names, but where there are investigators that have gone seasons seeking, you know, a paranormal experience of their very own that they truly walk away from, you know, going, wow. And if so many happens during the taping of our our premiere that um, I, I was just so taken aback that so much happened in such a consolidated period of time that it truly defies explanation other than that, that which is dubbed the paranormal. So I'd like to shed light on uh, how things work as far as the electronics and electricity um, and how the paranormal seems to manifest and use these energies that are present in our environment um, to, to come about and uh, present themselves. One thing I definitely noticed is on uh, intelligent hauntings, which I, I can say with absolute certainty this you know uh premiere uh, uh has so much intelligence behind it it, it was <laughs> truly truly amazing um to be dispelled and brought to a, a better light uh, um and, and leave the premises the intelligent portion but still remain as residual haunt where the emotions that were expressed and the feelings that were had were so strong, they actually impressed themselves on the environment, much like you would impress uh, a recording onto a digital tape or uh, an inscription onto a vinyl record. 
um, you know, these energies are so strong, we really we can't see them with our eyes, we can't hear them with our ears, we can't, you know, feel them with our hand, fingers, but um, we're developing the technologies and the, the devices needed to actually quantifiably measure these things and show people that there's a truly positive correlation between uh, the paranormal and actual identifiable, measurable science. And that's where I think uh, Beyond Audit is really going to just stand out above a- a- any other show um, because of our truly expansive uh, team and all of their abilities. Um, I hope I can fit in and, and uh, do my best to explain things and debunk things on an electrical level so naysayers, uh, you know, don't have to worry about, uh, you know, so much, uh, you know, we don't have to worry about so much uh, mail in our inbox with questions about did you check this or what about this or, you know, I'm hoping I can help dispel some of that, truly lend credence to the footage and the evidence that we capture. Well, there's a lot of equipment that we have that we're going into it with, you know, a lot of the standard equipment. Some of the, you know, um, the long-term benefits that we see for the Beyond Haunted team is that, you know, Eric is using his knowledge and his knowledge of electronics and his passion of the paranormal to combine the two of them and really come up with some very unique devices that nobody else has. And that's what I'm, you know, beyond excited about, you know, to see how that ultimately plays out. Um, But even if we come up with nothing new or unique or style of investigating, um, and all the, the various talents that we're bringing in is extremely unique. And that's, you know, something that you're just going to have to stick around and wait and see um, on January 5th, our premiere show. But just to make mention of that show, um, what, what Eric was referring to is I have to say, I've been doing paranormal investigations for, over, for about 20 years, and I have never seen a location with as much activity as we had. Now, I want to bring up one thing, and this is really geared more towards you, Victor. Um, Vic, Vic was um, experiencing a lot of um, activity happening around him. And the really amazing part, and I can't explain this, but I'm going to throw it out to you guys, is I listened to Jim's, uh, EMF, you know, all his, his, his voice recording tapes, and I could not find one EVP on any of his tapes. Um, yet, yeah. yet you were with Dawn 99% of the time, and yep. on hers each tape had 10 <clears throat> or you know an exorbitant amount, um, yeah. which again is absolutely mind-blowing. I mean, the odds of that happening. I mean, there was nothing on Jim's tapes. I li- I've listened to it the, you know basically I've gone through the tapes twice, and I right. have not heard anything. There's not even anything suspicious on it. The only and- thing. That did come yeah. through is when is that sound that you know you guys heard right. that we have on on video when you were right. in the basement and we heard that same sound um, upstairs. That's the only thing I have on the tape. So um, could you tell us a little bit about how you were feeling that night? <laughs> I mean, uh, overwhelmed. I mean, a little bit, uh, 
you know, kind of, I, I mean, in a bit, like, sense traumatized in the sense of I've never experienced <laughs> such an event. I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. You I've had a, really I've, shook up. <laughs> I mean, I've had a few, uh, a few of my friends come over and analyze some of the EVPs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And again, I've uh, you know illustrated like you know this was between me and a certain you know a certain person, and it seemed like when me and Dawn would have our sessions, you know we would get these crazy readings, and it also seemed when Eric and Jill had their own little sessions that they were getting all these results. And you know again, you know I've always been very skeptic and you know being sensitive and all that kind of stuff, but I. It was actually, you know, been uh, communicating with a lot of family members because I'm just trying to make sense of everything. So uh, being in contact with a lot of family members, trying to go over, uh, you know, stories, you know, that I've, you know, pretty much thought were, uh, you know, either make pretend or something in my, you know, you know, imagination when I was a kid, you know, just kind of asking questions to my mom, you know, like, remember when I said this and that? And uh, I've been getting a lot of weird answers to a lot of the questions, you know, I've been recently asking again, and a lot of, you know, a lot of things my mom's been, you know, saying to me, it's like, you know, a lot of times, you know, I, I just told you, like, oh, don't worry about what you're seeing or hearing, you know, it's whatever, it's all in your mind. And now she's telling me, like, you know, I didn't want to tell you, but I was actually experiencing activity, too. Mm. Okay, so, so then obviously you're coming from a sensitive family and that was the same thing with me because my my dad was extremely sensitive so i and he was able to channel you know with with what's ever on the other side so i know that's where i got my gift so that's obviously genetic and it's coming down from your mom as well yeah and and you know it's just it's like getting hit you know with a bat of reality it's just like boom oh geez mom i was really right like you know one of those kind of things like Oh man, I was hoping my mom was playing tricks on me, kind of thing. And like, you know, I'm talking to cousins and and all kinds of other family members that really have known me, you know, since I, you know, I was like, you know, four or five years old, and they're all confirming these truths. Wow. So, you know, you know, so it's really, really, really quite interesting, you know, with all the experiences that I experienced and um, that few hours there. You know, it just all kind of correlates with everything that I've experienced my whole life, and you know, it, it's it's scary, but at the same time, it's so peaceful and just awesome. And, you know, it's 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 very just overwhelming, you know, in a sense. Well, and it's a lot to take in at this point. Yeah, yeah. no, it is. Can overwhelming. I add on something? What? I I definitely I I know exactly what you're talking about because I had a very similar post experience myself in the sense of uh, feeling like I, I would never, again, uh, I also come from, you know, a skeptical mind of um, people that purport um, to have psychic abilities only because there are people out there that, you know, take advantage of uh, uh, others that, you know, really, but this group truly, I mean, I, I really feel each person was actually sensitive, and I think you, you, you hit the perfect word, and that's what was sticking in my mind is that, I, I don't know, I would never uh, say I'm at all psychic, but just sensitive in the in the regards that, like, I can walk into a room where nobody's present or been present for, you know, hours or days and just feel a, a vibe, uh, you know, just I don't know, I guess residual energy that, you know, other people are just kind of like, whatever, it's a room, you know. 
Um, but I'm like, I don't know. I'm really just getting the, you know, that I've never been able to explain to before. But working so closely um, with Jill and, and with the team, um, I, I'm thinking myself a little bit, you know, I, I just have a, I don't know, a sort of, I mean, we were, Jill and I were looking at our uh, auras through the FLIR camera, which is the forward-looking infrared um, that detects radiant heat and displays it graphically um, on a screen uh, that the, the, the uh, fire department was so generous to lend us because the cameras, you know, cost in the, you know, order of $20,000. But uh, you could see, you know, the quote, your quote-unquote aura and just how fuzzy, you know, the extension out from your hands is, you know, compared to, um, you know, a, a person, you know, an average person. It's just uh, maybe it's something, you know, we can see or we can measure, you know. But um, I agree that the sessions that I had with Jill were just mind-blowing where it's not just one or two questions and, you know, a couple random responses that are, you know, greatly delayed or, you know, this was like full-blown contact with the other side that I just am still at, at a complete loss for explanation of and um, and can only dub it paranormal because there's no science I'm aware of that can accurately and, and you know, <laughs> forensically explain this. I, I just, I'm at a loss. So I can totally sympathize with where you're coming from, Vic. I, I I was yeah, feeling exactly. the, the same way myself afterward. <clears throat> well, we there's no doubt we had uh, incredible EMF readings. Um, you know, we uh, I mean, and and we had an intelligent um, entity or entities that were definitely communicating with us. There's no doubt about that. But it's interesting <laughs> because you know when you made mention of the various teams. Um, I am going to be shaking things up quite a bit um, for future investigations that we go on because I'm going to basically have, you know, um, Vic, you're going to you're going to start with Dawn and Eric, you'll start with me, um, and then midway we'll switch it up and um, Vic, you'll be with me, and then Eric, you'll be with Dawn, and I am bringing on another investigator for um, some locations and Jean and Julie will alternate. I don't want us all together because the dynamic, for whatever reason, um, with Jim, um, Jean, Julie, and myself was flat. We we weren't attracting team. I, was, I know. I was I, so what, the, disappointed compared to some of the <laughs> I know. Uh, I know. So that's why I want you to go out with Dawn I'm and, and, and Vic at times and then other I'll times. I'll get away so, from the Jays. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take it this. up because... Because I, I would not have believed this, but like I said, there was nothing on any of Jim's tapes, and it doesn't make sense to me. So that particular dynamic wasn't attracting, attracting anything, and it could right. have just been that site, because when I walked at that location, I felt very flat there. And when I was thinking that through, um, I felt they were hiding from me, because they didn't want to let on that anything was there, so then they were hoping that I wouldn't do what ultimately I did. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I Absolutely. don't want to talk about it. Yes, yes, in the wine closet. Yes, yes I, I, I exactly. love that. That yes. was not flat. I tell you that what, as long, as, as long as I get to spend a little bit of time with the good doctor and, and a, a lender ear on the subjects of 
specifically um, how I know there's a, a, a really dark and uh, abysmal association with electroshock therapy or electroconvulsive therapy. Um, and it works. The psychological it's the only thing that works, as terrible as it is for severe depression. Right, absolutely, and that it truly is. It's a widely accepted and practiced um, the process that people use to uh, to cure some really, really aberrant um, mental, you know, aberrations, um, and also the effect of strong electromagnetic fields on people's psychology um, where we can duplicate uh, people feeling, you know, sensations totally. of paranoia or nausea, uh, nausea headaches. neurotransmitters in the brain. It's, you know, it's really simple. Even pain, uh, a lot of times they advise you to wear a magnet now. There are yeah. physical yep. explanations for that that they didn't have maybe 100 years ago or even 50 years ago. Right, and that's something but, um, that you can, can shed so much light on uh, as a, as a doctor that um, that no other team can. That no, I'm only a psychologist. Some... I'm not a scientist, but yes, the psychological <laughs> factors. I, as a matter of fact, I think I told everybody the story of a friend of mine who's a nurse at a private facility, and every year and a half, almost on by clockwork, a well-known heart surgeon comes in in a straitjacket, gets electroshock therapy and then goes back to work and he's fine for another oh, yeah, year and a half like that. he needs his battery charge don't scare anybody that has a heart condition but that person functions very well as a doctor it's just he needs that electroshock and that's it's what he amazing and yeah and it just further you know proves the interactivity between electrical forces ourselves and that which you know, we deem the paranormal. It all kind of coalesces together, and I think that's where our team truly shines. We we kind of have all of our bases covered as far as um, everything is concerned. A really holistic approach to the forensic investigation of paranormal activity, not just a couple of yutzes running around with TV cams. You know, <laughs> well, we I don't want to. <laughs> I've already said too much, but you know. Well, it, we are it, we are different. There's no doubt about that. I mean, I don't think that there's there is another um, show in the paranormal that's even remotely similar to what we do. Um, and uh, you know, hopefully, you know, people who watch it will have an appreciation for for what's going on. But again, our premiere show is absolutely going to be awesome. I mean, we're talking about a lot of very exciting. Um, you know, personal experiences that we all encountered, um, but we also have um, uh, audio and videotape to back up all of these claims, which is really amazing. It really, really is. But, Vic, was there something that you were trying to say before when we were talking? Um, I mean, nothing really. I mean, it's just really <laughs> just crazy, like, you know, hearing, you know, all these confirmations from family members um, telling you know, telling me what have I you know I experienced you know growing up as a you know just you know into my you know I guess from between the ages of five to about thirteen years old, telling me all the stories I've told to them, and again getting that confirmation, you know that that really happened. And now that you're you know, old really, enough, I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> exactly. I was scared and, out of my mind too. Like yeah. Exactly, and and hearing that from my mother and cousins again going from. 
And, you know what, like, you know, me and Eric have, you know, been to many, you know, different facilities and stuff, but it's not like, you know, these, you know, institutions or hospitals would really just feel like, you know, let me feel scared. It would actually be certain areas where I would feel threatened and would be like, no, I can't go up those stairs. No, I can't go in that room right now. I just can't. So that whole theme of paranoia with association of a location, that's thrown out the window. I'm sorry. I've I've been thrown into, you know, morgues, you know, about, you know, at least six different morgues, and only two have I felt ha- have it been followed. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I only feel it or, you know, feel it when I, I get suggested by maybe a few, uh, you know, whether it's a, a growl or a voice or a word, you know, or, you know, whatever. Some kind of know. environmental trigger, you know, like yeah, some, something that just will, sets your hairs on end, you know. like Not not just, even, but, well, like, I, my mind will actually read that. Like, there's a male, and I will read, you know, like, like a growl or, you know, well, something. Like, I, I don't know. Like, you know, I haven't honed in on anything. Like, you know, I just, you know, began to realize, you know, there might be something there, but, you know, there's something there because, again, like, you know, to be paranoid by a location, sure, but, you know, to go and investigate, a, you know, a location and, you know, be paranoid by a certain, you know, a certain area by the location, I, I can't, I don't know. I mean, like, you know, naturally to me, like, I feel uncomfortable sometimes entering a certain room and, you know, I have not been able to really, you know, hone in on that, like what's making me feel uncomfortable about about this certain area. I don't know. And that's what I think is going to be so cool about this group is that we all have so much that we can learn from each other because we're from such disparate and uh, eclectic backgrounds that, you know, together, you know, uh, by ourselves we're mighty, but together we're unstoppable kind of thing. It's, it really seems like <laughs> we're we can all help each other in right. so many different realms, you know, hone in on, you know, things that ourselves, you know, you know, you know it's on funny, our like, own. Lack, you know, it's funny, you know? like, I, I'm i a comic book, comic book nerd, so I feel like this is like, you know, my Xavier school, you know, for the misunderstood. <laughs> Where it's like you know you have like you know Mr. Xavier, Doctor Xavier, guiding all these people, and I kind of feel like that. I mean, I've had just so many different experiences, and I could describe you, you know, so you know, like so many different, like you know, just people, entities that like you know I kind of recognize in the location without being even like you know told anything. And it's kind of remarkable. I mean, and just to have, you know, this validation from family members, it's kind of scary, but kind of cool, you know. I mean, I don't know what to make of it, but um, I'm definitely, like, you know, grateful to be a part of a team who's willing to understand and make sense of this because I'm trying to make sense of this my whole life, you know. It's been 25 years where I've been so confused, and, you know, now I feel like, you know, it's about, you know, it's about time that, you know, I don't know. I mean... It's, it's a really good feeling. Really like, oh, uh, somebody finally well, gets me, you know? Right. Totally. Well, and that's, totally. and that's, you know, I grew up and I was experiencing many of the same things, Vic, and um, in doing this work, you know, I've gone through a whole, you know, barrage of feelings and emotions and fears and um, validations and whatnot. You know, you find your comfort level, but what you were talking about before about, just having certain feelings and, and, and not wanting to go into certain rooms or whatever, that's something that 
you know, as a both as a you know somebody who's sensitive or an intuitive, um, as well as a paranormal investigator, honor that. I mean, if something's telling you to get out or something's telling yeah. you not to go in, listen. Remember yeah, how when when we were in the wine closet. I told Jim to leave that room. I felt yeah. he should be out of it. I didn't want anybody in that room. I mean, always honor your feelings like that. But Let me interject for a second. Lady ahead, Fontaine, please. I don't think you just asked Jim to leave. You basically... But I don't want to give it all away. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I also want to just say, say... This is a total uh, a spoiler alert, but, but you know, in our in our footage... We captured something regarding that wine closet so fantastic that oh my you know, god, it, it, oh my god, it, it, it kept me <laughs> up. I gotta say, I mean, getting home and you know digesting and absorbing all of the stuff that happened that day, it was just, it, it was like cramming two months into like you know sixteen, seventeen hours, you know. And uh, on top of that, and then getting home and seeing, you know, Dennis's post of um, a real rough edit of, uh, of some things and some of, the, of what he captured on film, I just, you know, I couldn't help but leak it to a couple friends and be like, look at this, like, forget about paranormal activity in the movie theaters. I'll show you something in my living room that's going to freak you out a whole lot oh, more. Oh, you have to talk real, about it. You, you have know? to let it out to somebody. Oh right. my God! It's right, just like... and right. Now we we've, we've got some incredible evidence, and again, um, you know, it, everyone will be able to see it firsthand um, on January fifth um, at nine p.m. Eastern time um, when this, this show premieres. So it's going to be exciting. We're hoping that our next location is just as you know magnificent as this one was, as far Definitely. as having you know, the kind of paranormal activity. Truly, I've never seen this before, the amount that we had, but it'll be very, very exciting to see if the specific dynamics of the team, because I'm usually the only um, sensitive that that goes out on the investigation. So it'll be interesting to see with having so many there um, if we can more or less recapture this kind of, you know, activity that we had at this particular location. So it's going to be exciting um, our switchboard is totally lit up. Yes, um, it is. Uh, <laughs> wow. Do you know if, if these calls are all for me as a psychic or is anybody interested in the show? Um, I'll check in, in a minute. Uh, while we're okay. doing the the Skywatch report, I'll check and come back. Okay. And all let right. everyone so know. So way, let them stay on the phone for yeah, you know, yeah. a little while. Yeah, so Eric and, and Vic, if you could just stay on the phone because we do have no a, astro- a weekly astrological report. Julie will check to see if these calls are all for psychic greetings or if anybody has any calls regarding the show. If they do, stick around and um, maybe you can help us answer some, okay? Okay, absolutely. Thank you again, guys, for for, uh, making me part of the team. I'm I'm humbled, honored, and I I can't wait for our next encounter, and I I have no doubt that it's going to be just as remarkable. I, I truly believe it's a factor of the dynamics of our team and not just a location, but That'll remain to be proven, but that's um, true. <laughs> but I, I've got a hunch. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll bit. see soon. Um, and and you know, included in that that sensitive realm is is Dr. Jean. I mean, she's blowing me away since she came on my show. Um, Jean has gone from a real skeptic. She warned me before she came on my show. I'm a skeptic. 
<laughs> and now, <laughs> now <laughs> she blows me away as a psychic. <laughs> so if you want to talk to uh, Lady Fontaine or Dr. Jean for your psychic answers, they're here to answer all your questions. Call 646-381-4141 to get expert advice on all that troubles you. And remember, if you don't get on the air tonight, please send us your question at mailbag at ladyfontaine.com. Lady Fontaine and Dr. Jean will be selecting a few questions each week to answer live on each show. That equates to getting a free reading, so don't miss this incredible opportunity. Send us your questions now. Tonight, Lady Fontaine and Dr. Cirillo will be taking your calls. And now it's time for Sky McKenna's Skywatch Report. Hello, everybody. This is Sky McKenna with my weekly Skywatch Energy Report. This is a review of the energies for the upcoming week. And if you miss any of this, you can re-listen each week in the archives, or you can go to my website, skymckenna.com, and click the link near the top of the page. You can also read the Energy Report on my blog. There's a link at the top of my website for that, too. So, we've got the wind in our backs. We're still holding on to our hats. Here's the week ahead in eight minutes or less. And this, then, is for the week beginning Sunday, November 21st, 2010. Well, there are some energy shifts this week, with the big news being the radiant sun entering, bright, cheerful, optimistic Sagittarius, and a full moon taking place at the last degree of Taurus, which is a degree of completion. Overall, it's kind of a quiet week for us. However, on Thanksgiving Day, Mercury will square off with Jupiter, so at the very least, We should be prepared for a whole lot of conversation, maybe even people trying to speak over one another. It is Thanksgiving. And we should also be prepared for the possibility of some very big exaggerations and sidestep any of those arguments that may threaten the beautiful intentions of the day. This powerful full moon takes place Sunday, November 21st and promises that attention will fall on our finances and even spending habits. And this full moon, like all full moons, is a culmination of those things that we began two weeks ago at the new moon, in this case on November 6th. And full moons, like new moons, are often triggers for events in our lives, depending on how they aspect our charts. And also, with Mercury squaring off with Jupiter later in the week, other people may express opinions about our spending habits, Or we might express some opinions about other people's spending habits, wanted or unwanted. So this week, let's ride the wave of optimism, but not be foolish with our money or our words. Later in the week, on Saturday, November 27th, Mercury jumps into action again and dances with three planets all in one day. He's going to form an aspect of opportunity, a sextile, with Neptune and Chiron, and he'll square off with Uranus. So communications should be flying through the air for all of us for those couple of days, and we should be ready to intuit, listen, and respond quickly. So besides the radiant sun moving from watery and deep Scorpio into bright, talkative, and optimistic Sagittarius, Mercury and the earthy Taurus full moon this weekend actually hold a stage for us all week. So this week I want to talk about how each sign will be feeling this very powerful full moon at 29 degrees of Taurus. It is the degree of completion, so look for some things coming full circle. And as usual, this will apply to your sun sign, an ascendant rising sign if you know it. Aries, this full moon is going to be speaking directly to your finances. You may find yourself finalizing salary negotiations or even be on the receiving end of a large check. You may also have a bill or two to take care of, but you're going to have the resources to do it. Taurus, since this full moon is in Taurus 
and it is a degree of completion, look for something very important to come to a conclusion for you, and that's for you personally. This will involve your hopes and wishes, so get ready for a celebration because it's all good. Gemini, you should be receiving some long-awaited news or information that you've been waiting for for a while. And this will bring to a conclusion something that you've wanted for a very, very long time. And it looks like that you're going to be very busy soon, so get some rest now. Cancer, watch for friends to open doors for you. And an old friend may re-enter your life and make things brighter and easier for you, too. A dream you've held dear is about to materialize. And it may be assisted by an association or a group of friends. Leo, your career will bring you an exciting development now. This could have to do with a creative project that you're involved in or that you've been hoping for. And you might even receive a promotion or recognition of some kind. Virgo, travel could be on your horizon or you could have your eye on expanding your world in some way, possibly through education. And you're also very lucky this month. So get ready for some new accomplishments for yourself. Libra, other people's money and shared resources will be emphasized for you. You or a partner may get a commission or a raise or other substantial sum of money now. It might also be money from insurance, a settlement, or even child support. But it's good news either way. Scorpio, this could be your month for happiness to enter your partnership especially if you've been dating seriously for some time. And if you're footloose and fancy-free, this could be the month where you finally meet that someone, that very special someone. Sagittarius, something at work or something involving your health and fitness is about to come to fruition. There's something coming that brings excitement to the job or even a breakthrough in your health. And this is very good news. Capricorn, love and romance can blossom for you now. If you're seriously involved with someone, look for that to blossom. And if you're hoping to meet someone, this could be your month, so don't hide yourself away. Go out and do things that you love to do, and do keep your eyes open. Aquarius, your home and family life come to light, and the news is wonderful. There's happiness in family, and or if you're looking to buy or sell property, you could be very happy very soon, too. But do be prepared for some good news concerning your family. Pisces, communication, writing, and or speaking can open doors for you. You may also find yourself doing some kind of public speaking that brings new success. And you can also expect to be on the phone a lot more very soon with some good news, too. Well, that's a wrap for this week's edition of the Skywatch Energy Report. And remember, if you miss any of this, you can re-listen each week in the archives or visit my website, skymckenna.com, and the link is right there at the top of the page. And you'll also find a link to my new blog if you'd like to read the Energy Report. And remember, the animals still need your help. You can feed a homeless animal with just the click of the mouse. It's absolutely, positively, no questions asked free. In 2009, your clicks equaled 92 million bowls of food for homeless animals. So just go to theanimalrescuesite.com and click on the purple button that says, click here, it's free. Well, that's about it for this week. And remember, you never lose by loving. You always lose by holding back. So till next time, take good care, God bless, and namaste. Thank you, Sky McKenna. As always, what an amazing report. To learn more about Sky, please visit her website at skymckenna.com or check out her show page here on Blog Talk Radio. There's a link uh, that takes you directly to her website. You can listen to Sky live on the air on Monday mornings at 11 a.m. Pacific time on Achieve Radio. That's achieveradio.com. Tell Sky you heard about her here. And for those who don't know, Sky McKenna is also going to be on our show. She is the master astrologer that sort of ties all the pieces together. 
So um, for those who want more information about our new TV show, it's you could check out our website. It's beyondhauntedtv.com and beyondhaunted.tv. So let me repeat that, beyondhauntedtv.com and beyondhaunted.tv. Um, you could, you could uh, check out our trailer. It's on YouTube, and it's also on our websites. Um, and there will be regular updates as far as where to see us, where to learn more. Hopefully we're going to get a promo sizzle reel out there in the next couple of weeks and also probably a few clips that will give you a little bit of insight and a little bit of an idea of what that first episode is going to be all about. So, Julie, are the callers for me or anybody who wants to talk more about our new TV show? So far they are just psychic readings. And, of oh, course, I advice can. from Dr. G. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, so, um, Eric and Vic, you're welcome to stick around if you want to listen to more of the show, but um, I'm going to have to take the calls because we have about ten callers already lined up. But I did want to thank you both. I mean, I'm so much looking forward to working with you guys again, and I think the first show is going to be absolutely amazing. I mean, we've seen a very rough promo real already and it's exciting and it's dynamic and it's in its own way scary i mean it's not set up to be scary because it's just no, there it's yeah, just it's, there but it, it it's hauntingly you know mesmerizing in a way and it does you know um it lingers it just lingers um, and Very the one well thing I want to say, Very I know, well and the one thing I want to say is could you imagine if we did have a security camera in the wine closet Oh, man. <laughs> that would have been. And, and I'm thinking, since we're going back to that location, I am. And this is something that maybe think about oh, if man. we could hook something up and leave it there for a week and just. Try oh, to my God. Oh, yeah. Could we do yeah, that? Definitely. And like I yeah, said before, I, that, but... I've seen intelligent haunts move on and turn to sort of residual haunts where you're still getting activity, but there's not quite the level of interactivity i don't know There's, listen listen this that, stuff that, is uh you know this, this you know whatever is there saying simon says and uh you know we were very you know just uh grateful to be a part of that and that's all i got to say about that i mean <laughs> again to capture you know again what we experienced and you know and so forth i, I don't know i mean it's one thing you know to hear an evp it's one thing to actually be a part of the team that captured EVP and hear that over and over again. You know, like I said, you know, like I keep saying traumatized, and I mean that. I mean, I never, I never thought in my life I could capture such an EVP that would be such, you know, so impacting on my life, and yeah, and some, and I mean that. That there, there's some that are unbelievable. There, there truly are some that are unbelievable. Otherworldly, so, I think, is like oh, a, probably yeah. a good description, right? I mean, exactly. Yeah. No, I, I'm there with you with that. Un, you know, otherworldly. You know, uh, specification. I mean, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm laughing because, you know, I guess it's like you know a defense mechanism at this point, but. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm analyzing, <laughs> trying to isolate the file, and do everything I can to do, you know, to make sure yeah, I can make some kind of sense of this. But I, I don't can't know. Wait to see. I mean, I, I, so many of the shows out there, you know, they'll 
have, you know, a team member freaking out and, you know, they'll cut the commercial and it'll be like a rat in the room or something like that. Right, and it's like, right. really, exactly. come on. I just sat through like five minutes of commercials thinking that, you know, there's a demon going to jump out of this closet and like, you know, but we're going to be, I mean, honestly, I truly feel we've captured so much. It's going to be hard to, to choose what to include yeah. in the, you know, limited time that we have Seriously. to display the evidence. I you just, just want to come do it over I, a few shows. Why does it have to be all stuck into one show? I mean, can't yeah, we exactly. uh, use it across time and analyze yeah. it? Well, we, absolutely. And I mean, uh, I, they seemed so willing. You know, I'm sure they'd gladly invite uh, future visits. They were so uh, so welcoming and accommodating and just uh, gracious hosts that, you know, uh, again, truly humbled to be, you know, allowed to have run of the place and and truly do an investigation. No, no halt part, you know. It was right. Just and again, really I just am- want to commend. I want to commend my, you know my crew, you know, for being so open and just so, uh, you know, fear, you know, fear free. Because you know, I know like, when I walked into the situation, and, you know, I you know like again, like you know, me and Eric have been to many of these places. And I've walked into like you know twelve o'clock midnight, whatever you know. We're going there because you know we're there for the history, for the story, not for the you know paranoia. And going into this place, you know, we were in there with a bunch of group of people in a restaurant. You know, going in to meet a bunch of people, trying to you know correspond. You know, you know maybe see if we can experience the same activity. And you know whatever, it just it just happened. You Went know, up like we, a Christmas tree. It was exactly, true. dude. You know, I mean, me and Eric have been, you know, isolated into, you know, tunnel systems, into morgues, into infirmaries, into, you know, actual like isolation chambers of where we have not. Great mass death, you know, exactly. Wars, we we where, have not experienced you know, this kind of activity. Where you go to die, you know, and, you know, the, the place we visited was. It was another, another, another world. It really was. Well, I, and, I mean, like uh, I'm I said, just so been... excited to see the evidence played out in HD for everyone to see. I, I, I absolutely can't wait to see uh, um, more as we progress along towards this, the uh, a presentation of this premiere. It's really, it's really going to set your hairs on end and, and give you something to think about. <laughs> um, I, I promise you that much. Well, it However, definitely will. It definitely it. will. I mean, it's it. Uh, like I said, this was probably the most um, active location that I've seen. But um, Eric Camilo and Victor Caraballo, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate you being here. I look forward to seeing you guys. Th- well, we'll see you on Wednesday um, yep. when we uh, <laughs> next Wednesday when we go yep. back to the location to give the evidence and give some thought to that if we could put a live feed in there for a while because I still feel there's something there. All right, on that note. All right, on that note, we have to move on and start taking calls. Thank you again so much for being on the show and we'll talk to you. Thank you again so much for having us. It's our pleasure. Thank you so much. Okay. It's our pleasure. Okay, our first caller is Brenda. She has a friend that she had an argument with and she's wondering if she'll find closure or resolution. Okay, Brenda. Brenda. Hello. Hi. So tell us a little bit about what's going on. Well, um, you, you know, we were friends in work, and then he quit um, in July. And, you know, I tried, to, I tried to keep in contact, and he really didn't keep in contact with anybody. I always felt like there was some 
something a little bit more romantic under there, but he never, you know, he's kind of like cutting cool with it. So um, I sent him a letter and a couple of letters actually because I was concerned about him, and he went on a social networking site and he sent me some, well, about 12 messages that were, I can't even say. <laughs> That's how mm. bad they are. Uh, um, mm. And I don't know where Ooh. that came from. If he was angry at me or Could or you give me else. his first name? Sure, thanks, Matt. Matt? Yes. Okay. Let me just connect with his energy because I'm feeling a lot of almost unrelated stuff. You know, he, uh, you know, his energy is doesn't come through being the most open or forthright person in this world. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I got to say, you know, we all have our own issues and stuff like that, but he just kind of feels when he closes a door, he closes a door. And I feel right. that that he closed this door, not just with you, but with other coworkers or other people. And he almost finds it um, annoying and, you know, he's resentful in a way that, you know, you would even, you know, seek him out in any way, shape, or form. That being said, you know, the irony of the whole matter is I, I, I kind of do feel you're, you're going to have more contact with him, but I urge you don't keep reaching out to him in any way, shape, or form. Let him oh, believe me. He he made it. He made it such a way that I couldn't even if I wanted mm, to. Right. You may get an apology from him because he is showing me where he he has the potential of softening up a little bit and realizing that he over, um, you know, really overreacted. Um, but even if you get an apology, my suggestion is there's not much there that's going to bring you any kind of joy or happiness. So I would not suggest that, um, and I'm not one to tell anybody what to do, but in this one, it, it just what's coming through from my guys is in not really being fruitful. So I don't really see where, even if he does apologize, just if you feel like accepting his apology, accept it. But other than that, my suggestion is, if you can, move on. Um, Dr. Jean? Yeah, it sounds like he's got his own problems, and you're you're at this point. He views you or anybody that wants to get close to him as part of the problem. So he's trying very hard to push people away, and maybe you sense that there's a warm side and that there was some kind of a connection between the two of you. But I think you're going to have to get him, give him at least a few months to cool off. You know, and then maybe you could follow him on the site without him being aware of it if you wanted to contact him again after that. But I would focus on somebody else because, you know, if he does this to you, if he blows up like that and you're not even uh, dating or together, this is the kind of person that really has the potential to become abusive if you get more involved with him. Right. I just find it ironic that he has to cool off. I really feel like really strongly that I'm I'm definitely owed an apology. Um you know, I, I you know, without question. And it's just I right. agree, but if he takes the stress out on, on you or on anybody that tries to get close to him when he's upset, even if you're not the cause of the upset, why is it so important to keep connected to him? What do you, I mean, maybe you see some positive but uh the negative really stands out here, and, and you can't yeah, say that you're not just, aware of it. It's just like he, it wasn't even his say. It was just like he pretty much said very vile, disturbing things that were nothing to do with what was really going on, and he didn't really leave me opportunity to um, kind of counter, and he just kind of blocked me, and I thought, you know, this is, 
you know, just I'm you know always what, the type. I have. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, Brenda, to me, and this is Lady Fontaine, it just feels like he's an angry person. He's got a lot of other stuff going on. And this, you just reaching out to him innocently took him past that breaking point. And that's why I do feel at some point he is going to calm down and realize he overreacted and reach out to you. But the the flip side of it is I don't feel that he's he's going to, you know, do a 180 and, and suddenly be different. This feels to me that this is his M.O., this is how he reacts. Um, he feels to me like any any attempt to reach him um, was an annoyance and an imposition. And he, he's showing me that energy very strongly, not just casually. So, um, you know, that's why I'm saying I don't feel anything positive for you in this. And you're right, he does owe you an apology. It's just a matter of how long it's going to take him to get to that point right. to realize it. To me, I'm not seeing it in his energy at all. When did this all happen? How long ago? Um, the 12th. Okay. And and so that's what, you know, almost two weeks or whatever. Um, right. And And he's, I don't feel it in his energy yet. I feel, if anything, he's more annoyed. So, um, you know, it, he, this is where free choice comes in, how long it's going to take him to process things to be able to get himself to a point where he realizes he was a jerk and that he owes you an apology. Because I do feel that coming. It just feels to me it's not going to be soon. Okay. All right. right. All right. Well, good luck to you, and let us know. Let us know how it works out. Okay, I will definitely. Thank you. Okay. All right. Um, Who is our next caller? Okay. Our next caller is Heather. Heather wants to know if there is a relationship in her future. Mm, Heather. Hi, Heather. Hi. How are you? I'm very good. How are you, ladies? Good, good. So you want to know if there's a relationship in your future. It's interesting because I feel um, somebody around you right now. So um, is there somebody who's still in your life, like an, an, an ex or a past relationship? Because to me I feel... Um, something very, very strong around you? Well, um, let me tell you, I actually, my ex, um, I've been helping him through his breakup with his current girlfriend right now. And um, it was a couple weeks ago, I've been really all over him, and I really wanted him back. But he's in a relationship right now. Um, So that may be it. Or um, this other guy named Tyler um, there, there are two Tylers. My ex is Tyler, and the one I like oh, right now okay. is Tyler. And but you see, the one right now, he's uh, he's homosexual, and so I don't know. But I I don't know. I just really liked him, but I I don't really see like anyone that I that might be open or available. But, You're hoping okay. for a new person. Uh-huh, a new person. Well, let me before I talk about what I see in the future, um, let me just talk about ex-husband Tyler for a minute. Um, you know, I still I still feel in your energy, um, like you said a couple weeks ago, you, you really did want him back. Um, I, I still feel that lingering in your energy. I mean, even if you, you think you're moving forward, I, I still feel the ties to your past. Um, uh-huh. And what I kind of want to say to you is give him space. Um, and don't let him grow, even if he wants to, don't let him go from this 
um, ending of one relationship into another relationship with you because I'm I'm not getting a great feeling about him doing that. Give him some time and space to sort of decompress and figure things out on his own. I don't feel you guys have fully run your course, but I'm not feeling that particular um, relationship being very robust for you, meaning that it, it feels like loaded with baggage and it feels like loaded with both of you with a lot of unresolved stuff. So it kind of feels to me that you'd have a lot of stuff to clear out before either one of you could really be functional in a relationship together. So, yes, so that one's not coming through to me to be the, the mm-hmm. really what you're looking for because I could feel in your energy what you're looking for. And when I scan you in the future, um, I do feel him. I just have to find where he is, this new person coming in. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say right now, um, um, I'm hearing from my guides July 2011. Um, I'm, I'm still, what I'm almost feeling is an encounter with this person before that point, but you guys not really having the opportunity to um, fully connect. And I'm not yet sure what, exactly what I mean by that, but I feel you're going to end up having the opportunity to really get to know this person and get involved with him in July of 2011, but I do feel you're going to meet him before that point. And and what I want to say about the energy of this new person coming in versus what I feel in your past, um, first of all, from a from a spiritual perspective, it does align a lot nicer, a lot better with your energy than, say, um, with Tyler. I could feel with your ex-husband... Um, what the draw and the pull is, and I'm not saying that that was the worst relationship or the best, but this is different. I, I don't feel the, what I kind of want to say, um, like you're there for him when when he's breaking up with his girlfriend, so you're extremely supportive for him. Um, mm-hmm. I don't feel that, at least in the latter part of your marriage, that he was there for you at all. I mean, it, it actually shows itself as a big gap from an emotional standpoint. So is that true with the latter, at least half of your relationship feels very empty emotionally for you with him, true? Yeah, that is very true. Um, but he's he's actually my ex-boyfriend, not my husband. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and, but yes, how long were you seeing true. him? How long were you seeing him? Um, I want to say for about two months. It was around in February. Um, and then all of a sudden he just stopped talking and, but you see, now every time that he breaks up with his current girlfriend, you know, I'm always there to come pick him up and, you know, help well, him back on his feet. Why do you do that? Team. You know what Lady Fontaine always says about that, not to be so available. Yeah. I mean, I that's know. the worst thing because he, that's never going to bring him back. I mean, I know you think it is, but it isn't. Um, you know, let him – he's making his own choices. Let him deal with those, the consequences of those choices himself. Mm-hmm. Because the more you're there for him, the the less he's going to be there for you. And truly, like I said, to me, I don't feel that emotional support or or you know you having that emotional attention and and whatnot from him in the relationship. It comes through very very flat. It feels like it's all you giving and yeah. um, very, you getting very very little back. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, I help him in his time of need and. You know, then when he's with his girlfriend, everything's all like all okay. He ignores me too completely. So you feel and, like he used 
you, but nobody can use yeah, anybody exactly. very long unless you let them use you. Why are you letting him yeah. use you? I don't know. I mean, I feel like I've been taking advantage of. And I told myself, you know, next time he falls or next time they break up, I'm not going to be there to pick him up. You know, no, because and then we'll start acting a little nicer because that's the kind yeah. of girl that he wants and that's what he really respects, somebody who is not going to always be there at his beck and call. So mm-hmm. the best chance you have if you really want to get him back is to get involved in other activities, whether it's another guy or just girlfriends or something you do on your own. But don't be that easily available. Make him work a little bit. And you'll see a change in his attitude, I bet. So are are you seeing me get with him again, or is that the person, or is it the no, person no, that you want no, to here? No, 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 there's a new person. No, and you shouldn't. There's a new person no. for you. Um, like I said, you're going to meet him before July of next year, but it's going to get serious for you in July of 2011. Um, it, it, like I said, it feels so different than what you had with Tyler. I mean, Tyler comes through so flat. Um, this one comes through with a, a much greater alignment of your energies in, a, in an intellectual and an emotional way. So I just feel the fit for you is going to be a lot better. He feels to me to be a lot more supportive than Tyler ever was in your relationship. Um, and it just feels to me to be a higher higher energy level it, it just i don't know tyler comes through so flat you know i, I just yeah. don't feel he did anything for you at all he didn't um, so. honestly it was really nothing we we didn't really have that much but mm. i i'm the kind of person that when i give my heart away i just i let it i let them take it for a while and i, but I know i don't do that. that i know don't i do know that. i mean save it for the right opportunity and don't give it away so easily that's truly what, in many, many ways, pushes people away. Um, so, so let us know, but July 2011, you're going to meet a wonderful guy. And I Thank feel you're going to meet him through, through a friend, through a friend or business associate. All right? So let us know how that Thank works you. out. Okay. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. You take care. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right, Julie. Who, okay, I know we, have, we have a bunch of callers. We waiting. do. So we're going to try to get through them. We have Linda, okay. whose ex-husband keeps popping in and out of her life. So let's talk to Linda. Okay, hi, Linda. Linda. Linda? Yes, hi. You there? Hi. Hi. So tell tell us a little bit about this ex-husband and give us his first name if you don't mind. No, I don't mind. Um, his name is Larry. I've talked to Lady Fontaine before. Um. I uh, I kind of went to the sidelines. We both have feelings for each other, but he's married. He wanted to come to see me. Couldn't do that. Uh, and it's kind of it is painful, but he's married. I know he's not happy, but that's a choice he has to make. You're right. Not me. And I'm You're not right. even mentioning anything. But um, it's sad because uh, we were young and we were married, and we didn't have the wisdom we have now. Mm-hmm. If I knew, you know, what I know now and the skills of life. I would have stayed with him. Right, right. Um, well, with Larry, I, I mean, I do feel the, um, the the way it comes through is emotional caring. I mean, it is a, a draw and a pull on, on both of your parts, and it is there. But you're right. He has choices that he has to make. Um, the relationship that he's in right now and, and it, you know, having read for you before, I probably said to you, um, 
feels relatively flat. I mean, I feel she's more in, more vested in the relationship than he is, but I still don't feel him ready to walk away from that relationship. He just doesn't feel ready. And that's a choice because I know that he can equate, just what you said a minute ago, you said you're older now, you both realize things in a different way. I feel he knows and he realizes that, you know, what you guys had and what you potentially could have, um, you know, would be almost a 180 from where he is right now. Because, you know, he feels very mismatched. He feels very lost. And very, it's sort of like, you know, um, when you're when you're away from home and you're not comfortable wherever it is that you're away from home, and it just feels, you know, funny. It just doesn't feel like home. That's the feeling I get in the marriage that he that he's in. He actually, to me, it, I could almost hear him saying that, you know, with whatever her name is, it doesn't feel like home to him. And and the situation with you does. So he's got choices to make if he makes those choices. Um, and this is where free choice comes in. But if he makes those choices, um, you guys do have a potential. You really, really have a potential of rebuilding. And I would say rebuild very, very slow with him, not to rush into anything. But the question is, will he make that choice? He's not showing me anything in his energy right now that's showing me that he's getting any closer to do it. And and what, I, what my famous approach to everything is, um, you know, why wait? Why sit there and give him everything that he wants? Because what you're doing right now is you're giving him the emotional support, which is enabling him to stay in a loveless relationship. Yes, you're exactly right. I thought, and I'm not making excuses because I don't want to be one of these women because I listen to the shows and stuff. I don't. I try to stay very grounded so I don't pursue anything. But what he's done is he actually has contact with me because he asked me for Facebook, but I don't even communicate with him on Facebook. But I'm still seeing pictures of him and his wife, not so much his wife, but he, see, he had a child. Why, how life. are you seeing these pictures if you're not going on his page? You're no, no, because when he puts on the wall, when he puts out something, it comes to me automatically. But what I did is I, I, I did stop, uh, you know, like if someone on Facebook does any um, notes, uh, it goes to my emails. I did stop that. Because so, sometimes what happened in the beginning, I'm not that familiar with Facebook. Every time he put a post on Facebook, I would it would come to my email. And I thought, I can't do that. So then I went into Facebook and I uh, I, I changed the notification Good. on it. Good. But because um, I don't want to be nasty. Part of me still wants to hold on, but then I don't want to be nasty to delete him as a friend. Um, I don't. I, I don't. I don't. I'm not a mean person. You know what I'm saying? I don't like doing any. To me, it would be like like a little child. Like you know, I don't want to be your friend. Well, but I don't want to be. Him, you can leave him there as a friend, but I I think uh-huh. what it is is that sometimes if he has a little bit of you, and then he's in that other relationship, you're giving him just enough that he doesn't have to consider leaving the other relationship. If you weren't available because he's with someone now then he would have to look seriously at what he's lacking. And he he would then either have to go with you or or not. You know, you do take that chance. But like 10% of you, 10% of him isn't enough for you because you're not with anybody. 10% of you is enough for him because he has 90% of something that's unhappy, but it's there and it's hard to get away from. Yes. Well, I was wondering, I wanted to ask, 
um, it, it, since he had a child so late in life, because he puts on the little notes, he always says how much he loves his son, he loves the time, and his son's a freshman. And I can see him staying in this just as his son is in college. I can see that. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if I'm thinking, is that, am I in denial or is that really like a possibility? But I still, I'm um, not going to still sit there and wait. I mean, if someone nice comes along, I'm going to date them. Let's put it mm-hmm. that way. It's just that no one nice has come along and I'm not dating anybody else. But that was just in the back of my head. It keeps on popping up. He could be doing that, or he could be telling himself he's staying in this relationship for practical reasons, but then there's no reason for you to be here to give him what he can't get from the relationship. Let right, him feel right. that a little more intensely, and and he's, you know, likely to leave if if it's uh, after college or, you know, that does happen a lot of times that parents wait and then they kind of feel they don't have as much responsibility toward the child and the family, and uh, it's easier to leave. Well, I want to say one thing. He's not showing me a conscious um, plan to do that. You know, so he's not saying to himself, well, there's no way I'm leaving this relationship. I feel when you said it, Linda, I feel the pull in him that that sort of leans him in that direction, but it's not a conscious choice at this point yet. But, like I said, I'm not yet seeing in his energy any serious um, consideration for leaving. I feel, honestly, your best way of getting this man to leave is to stop giving what you're giving to him right now. You know what, I think I agree with you. Uh, And, and, um, and, and Gene, you know what, because, honestly, I try not to look at Facebook, but when I think of him, I go and I look up him and Facebook. And maybe mm. if I just deleted him as a friend, it would it would break the tie, and if it's meant to be, it will come back to me. Well, um, That's if, certainly if, an idea. Right. If seeing his stuff is what's drawing you there, then, then break the ties, because you're not helping yourself. You're just going to prolong the agony of what you're feeling now. And I feel agony in your energy. I feel an emotional roller coaster ride for you. Oh, yes, a lot is going on in my life, and I'm trying to stay strong just with everything. And when he pops in like that, it's very hard. And then, you know, he'll put pictures of his family, his wife, and it's hard to see that. You've got got to pop him out until he pops back in with more serious intentions. So keep keep in touch. Let us know how it turns out. Okay, and you know what, I'm going to try to uh, delete him as a... A friend, because once you do that, uh, Jean, I forgot to tell you, you can't just go back and pop them back in. It's a permanent thing. Right. Really? Right, until unless he agrees. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, so then yeah. think about it, and if you can do it, do it. Um, yeah, yeah, that is actually true. So she shouldn't I didn't even know think that. about it. Yep. I think delete him and move on. And as she said, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Right, right. And I, and truly, that's the only way she's going to make it happen. So. Right. So um, I know we have a bunch of other callers, and we're trying to squeeze in. Yeah, you know, so let's go to can. our next one. We okay. have Joni, and she has a relationship with Bob that she wants to know, will it be able to weather their current challenges? Okay, Hi, Joni. Joni. Hi. Hello. Hi, how are you? Oh, fine, thank you. Thank you for taking my call. Our pleasure. So tell us a little bit about what's going on right now. Well, I'm madly searching for a job. 
and mm-hmm. in my field. I applied for something. It was a very big position, uh, and they did say that they would be getting back um, to notify people the first or second week in December. I don't know if if I, you know, will be contacted in a favorable way, but the job... Um, Searching for a job has put a big strain on my relationship, and mm-hmm. and I'm constantly, um, you know, keeping him updated on what I'm doing. He's handling all finances, and so I just wondered, you know, if you saw me getting employment, maybe with that place that I applied at. I've applied at many places. Mm-hmm. Um, I do favor the one that I was describing that would alleviate a lot of problems. Well, I I wish I could tell you that I see it as a definite. I don't see that yet. Um, I actually feel they're going to be delayed in making a decision. So if they've told you the middle of uh, December, it kind of feels to me they're not even going to make that decision until either the end of the year or the beginning of next year. Um, And right now I'm not seeing it. And it doesn't mean that you're not going to get it. All that means at this point is everything feels to me to be very much up in the air and they're not there's not enough that's cemented in anyone's mind involved with this you know hiring process that that will that gives me anything to hold on to at this point so i actually feel there's going to be um what i almost want to say a hold on this job almost as if they're not going to actually um, need a person right now or something like that because I'm just not getting the feel that they're doing anything on it. So they might have been doing interviews. It kind of feels to me at this point things are on hold for whatever reason. And to me it feels like it's going to be on hold at least through the end of the year, maybe into next year. So right now it's not showing me anything. You know, Hopefully that will change or something else will come up. When I look at um, employment for you, um, the highlights that jump out at me um, are the middle of January. January 17th is jump, jumping out at me, and then again March. Um, to me, by March, let me tell you, you're going to have a phenomenal job. Whatever this particular job opportunity was that really wet your whistle, um, I see something bigger and better for you in, in, in March of 2011. I'm not saying you're not going to have employment or authors before that, but something's going to come up that's, um, beyond a good fit for you, and it just is so well aligned with your energy, the personalities, the opportunity, the money, everything is going to be spectacular. But my gut feeling is um, job opportunity for you by the middle of um, January is definitely going to fall into your lap, definitely. Oh, thank you. I just Do you see my relationship holding up? Because he's really straining at the bit here. <laughs> Um, and his first name was Bob? Yeah. <clears throat> um, I do feel it's going to weather this storm. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, um, but I'm not feeling an immediate splitting or breakup with the two of you. I'm just not. So my gut feeling is um, your relationship will certainly survive um, to the point when you're when you get a job. Um, it Honestly, the way it comes through is... Um, not necessarily the most supportive or or the most the, ha- the it just feels very 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 stressed in many and it doesn't feel to me it's only about this job it feels to me there's a lot of other um you know uh inherent problems with this relationship it's almost like your energies don't 
um, gel well together. It feels at times it's a tug of war between the two of you, and it feels, and at other times, lack of understanding is what I'm hearing. So he's got to not be the most uh, empathetic or sympathetic person in the world. Um, and he also feels to me to be quite demanding at times. Is that all true? Yeah, that's all true. Um, so, so I, I'm, you know, I'm not saying that um, you guys are going to, because I don't really see you splitting up any time in the very near future, but I don't yet feel that magically when you get a job that the quality of the relationship is going to be different. That I don't feel. It kind okay. of feels to me it, it is what it is. Um, and could it get a drop better? Yeah, but it just it's not feeling like a 180, and it's not feeling like suddenly it's humming along and doing incredibly well. It just it just kind of feels to me to be saying more of what you have right now. Maybe with a little less stress, but it just doesn't feel to me to be doing a 180. Um, Dr. Jean, do you have any any yeah, feelings? Yeah, I, I got this. Is, is is he supporting you now? Uh, yeah, he handles everything now, and yeah, I, I that, don't... That, that maybe that's his reason. He's saying, well, I'm doing everything, you're not working. But once you start working, uh, you know, I kind of agree with Lady Fontaine that then he's going to find something else, you know. It's, he, he, either way, the two of you are probably never going to be that, that happy and comfortable together. And a lot of it seems to be his temperament. Yeah, well... At least the job aspect will alleviate some pressure. I'd rather be employed and... and of course, of course. <laughs> then you're not as dependent and you can judge from your real feelings toward the person, not from need. Good. Oh, Good gosh, yes. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Good luck to you. Thank you. Okay. All right. Um, so we only we- have about five minutes left. We do have one caller who's been waiting a long time. Okay. Uh, do you think we could squeeze her in? It's also a romance yeah. question. Anna yes. is on the line. Okay. Uh, let's see if we can get her on. Anna? Yes, I'm here. Yeah. Hi. 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 You want to tell us what's going on? Uh, nothing. I just wanted to find out when you see uh, somebody sees a ro- you know, romantic interest coming into my life. All right. Let me scan your energy. All right. Um, I kind of want to say. All right. I see some. Well, all right. Uh, let me let me put it to you this way. It kind of feels to me it's going to be um, probably eight to nine months until a real fruitful relationship enters your life. That that me jumping in and out before was me seeing different people come into your life, but then when I would look at how long it would last or what would ultimately happen, it seemed to me to be very short-lived, almost like, you know, you meet somebody and either it's not a good fit for you or it's not a good fit for them or disappointments in some way, shape, or form. So my gut feeling is that you're actually going to meet, come across one or two men, um, I would say March, April of 2011, but it's going to go nowhere, absolutely nowhere. I mean, if you end up meeting them or have a few conversations with them or whatever, but it's not going to end up going anywhere romantically. But when I look further into the year in 2011, um, September, October is really robust with your energy. Um, I'm seeing somebody come in. He feels to me to have something to do um, 
could be in the medical profession. Do, uh, do you work in the medical profession yourself? Anna? Hello? Do we still have is her? Anna still with us? Anna, are you there? Uh, let's see. It looks like, hmm. I don't Did see her anymore. Her? It looks like we lost her. Oh, okay. All right. Well, then we have another couple minutes. I can take another caller. <clears throat> okay. Uh, we have Brian who wants to know. Oh, you know what? Let me just make sh- see if this is Anna who's calling back. Okay. Yeah, it is. Let, let okay. me get her. All right. Anna, are you there? I'm here. Somehow we got disconnected. Okay. You're back. All right. That, it could I'm have back. been talk radio. That sometimes happens. Um, So, anyhow, did you hear that I said there was going to be a couple um, in the March-April time frame that are not going to end up being anything? It kind of feels to me you're going to either meet people or talk to people that just it's going to be very short-lived, one or two phone conversations or meeting somebody once and go nowhere. But when I look into, you know, further into the year, uh, September, October of 2011 really jumps out at me. Um, um. Feeling that you're going to meet somebody, he feels to me to have something to do in the medical profession. Are you involved in in the health field at all? Uh, no, I'm not. Okay, um, but I believe he will be, and I, you know, there's there's a very genuine feeling about him. You know, an honest, a genuine feeling. And for some mm-hmm. reason, when I say that word genuine, it really I could feel it in your heart. So to me, it kind of feels like that's almost a requirement for you, and that's something that really resonates with right. you. But there's very right. much a genuine feel as far as who he is. Um, you know, uh, you know, he is something to do in the medical field, and I, I, he could even be a surgeon or something. Me as hands, so somehow his hands play into being something important um, in in his job and or career feels to me to be a, a really nice, considerate, caring man that I feel when you guys meet, it feels to me to be a very slow establish. It'll take a while for you guys to really establish the relationship, but uh-huh. once you do, it feels to me that it honestly has the potential of, you know, being whatever you want, long-term oh, committed. You know, it feels to me to be real. I just oh, want to interrupt great. and say there's less than a minute left, so... Okay. I just want oh. to tell you that. Okay. Any children? Do um, you see any children? Um, for you, do I see children? Yes. Um, you know, my gut, my initial gut reaction was no, but when I'm looking forward, um, I I feel the potential of a of, of a daughter, and I'm what I'm trying to struggle with is if, is this his daughter? Um, because uh-huh. it feels to me that it's entering into your life um, a couple of years down the road. Obviously, if he has a daughter, you would at least know her before. Um, right. But but that's the only thing that's jumping out at me. My gut, my initial gut reaction was no, but I do see a daughter around you. So it's either going to be uh, with this gentleman or you will have a daughter. Okay. All right. And All right. Who are, I'm sorry? Who is this I'm talking with? Lady, Lady Fontaine. Fontaine. Okay, okay. All right. All right. Well, we are just about out of time. So thank you very much for your call, and let us know how it works out. I will. Thank you. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Take care. All right. Well, um, we are out of time, so any callers that we did not get to, I apologize. Next week we are going to be able to take more callers. Um, We will start taking calls a lot earlier in the show 
Um, so we either ask you to give us a call back or send us a mailbag question to mailbag at ladyfontaine.com. Um, as always, thank you to my co-host, uh, Julie Zellman and Dr. Jean Cirillo. Um, Frank will be back next week. And thank you also to Paula, who's helping us screen calls. And to all of you, um, have a wonderful week. And check out our website at beyondhauntedtv.com. Good night, everybody. Have a wonderful week. And have a happy Thanksgiving. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.